Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's Money Mail. Week number 46 this time. The title was Happy New Year, kind of. Do you want some more dollars? Question mark. I am, as you can tell, <clears throat> excuse me, slightly, slightly under the weather. It's floating around out there. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, that's part of life and we carry on. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So bear with me a little bit as I sound a little bit rusty. It's just uh, a phase and it will pass. Don't worry about me too much. I'm, I'm sure you're highly concerned. But why were we talking about a happy new year when it was partway through the year? Well, the email went on to say, Happy Easter to you and your family, Luke. And you, just, yeah, um, I think people really enjoy it when they find their name within these emails a couple of times. I get a lot of feedback about that. I try and uh, weave them in a couple of times so that just to make sure that you're getting the point and that you're, that you're reading and use them for a bit of emphasis. But anyway, a new financial year is here. That means us accountants get super busy. Calculating tax and completing sets of accounts for clients. Our firm focuses more on the business advice and growth side of things, but we still rip through plenty of accounts ourselves. 95% of people don't read their accounts, but it gives us accountants a job and keeps the IRD happy. Most clients just want to know how much tax they have to pay. Our clients are legends though. They know if they are making progress during the year. Tracking their profits and keeping on top of tax. Building their balance sheet and their wealth. I've told you before, there is no reason why you can't do the same, even if you don't have a business. I made a video about it here. Now there's a YouTube link there. There's a uh, Keep the Change YouTube if you want to go back and look at any of the videos that are there of um, often recorded videos live on Facebook and then I will put them on YouTube as well so that people can listen to them in their own time and pause them and work back through them. Or if you're a bit of a geek like me, you can listen to them on double speed as well. Ultimate efficiency hack. Now these rising house prices are really troubling me and I think I worked out why. I think it's because I know most people aren't in control of their income. It sucks feeling helpless. Right now, if your income or salary is fixed and you don't have a house, you're losing purchasing power when it comes to buying a house. Most assets are increasing in value whilst your cash and income are not. What if we learnt how to make some extra income? We could take some control back, couldn't we? I know someone who did just that. Quit the job and went out to the big wild world to have a crack. He's writing this email to you right now. This isn't one of those, if I can do it, you can do it too stories, because maybe you suck. Whoops, sorry. You hate working, you don't care, or you just can't do it. Sorry, I tell it how it is. The market doesn't accept sucky businesses, attitudes or ideas. But the market, that's people, does like it when you solve a problem. Surely you can solve problems for people. That's why we were going to work through a two-hour webinar on side hustles and business. Common mistakes, business basics, how to get taxes in your favour, where to start. I've seen plenty of people waste time and money on ideas when solving a problem was really the smart way forward. We're going to go deep on this one, and yep, it is free. I'll ask you to support Keep the Change at the end if you find it useful, but if you don't want to, I won't hold it against you. That was recorded and run on the 8th of April at 7pm, it was a Thursday, and I think uh, 50 something people tuned in, I sent out a Zoom link closer to the time, and people tuned in, but um, a number of people have asked for a recording of that, and that's on YouTube, excuse me, as well if you want to check that out at some stage. Enjoy Easter weekend, go easy on the chocolates, I bet you didn't. 
Cheers, Luke. You are one of 3,173 recipients. Did you know about 10% of small businesses fail in their first year? 70% fail within the first five. The source, business.gov.nz. So I'm not just making that up. That's pretty scary, eh? One in 10 businesses fail within the first year, and 70% will fail within their first five. And being an accountant and being in business for a little while now and observing what people are doing and why people fail, it's it's not hard to see why. And I could probably do a whole podcast on the different reasons. You could jump over to the next advisory podcast if you'd like and look at some of the fatal mistakes that business owners make. A lot of them are around managing cash. But some of them are around just actually, is your business solving a problem? And do you want to be doing what you're doing? Do you want to be doing that in five years' time? It's very, very easy in New Zealand to start a business and start selling something. We've got all these tools that we didn't used to have, but often we don't think about, shit, do I actually want to be doing this? Can I scale this? Can I do this 100 times? Can I deal with 100 inquiries, people complaining? Do I want to be doing it in three years' time? What happens if I wanted to take a week off? So often a business being recorded as failed is actually someone going, actually, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. And there's not massive repercussions for that in New Zealand. It's quite easy to wind a business down as well. So a lot of people, uh, they'll do that. But our email here, one, it was just to alert people back to month end. As I record this, it's the start of a month. Yesterday, I was doing my own month end. I was tracking what I've got coming up uh, in terms of money coming in, money going out, where my wealth is at, wealth's a little bit up and down at the moment, got a little bit in crypto, so tracking, okay, how does that look compared to last month, um, had some big bills come in, so I've had to use a bit of cash that I had set aside, some of my shares are increasing in value, my KiwiSaver is, so I'm constantly tracking at the end of each month, okay, where am I at, what's my financial position, and that's what businesses are doing as well, They a lot of the business owners don't understand that they're doing that, their accounting software might be doing it for them, but that's there to help you and help you understand if you're making progress. You could compare it to someone going on a fitness and health journey and that could be comparable to you going on a financial health journey. And instead of looking at your spreadsheet at the end of the month, uh, these people are looking at the scales going, hmm, have I, have I actually made some progress? That's only one metric. Then they might level it up and go, actually, and I'm going to start getting like a body scan. What's my body fat? Um, what's my proportion size, what about my left versus my right hand side of my body, what's my weight and all those types of things and going a bit further deeper into it now, tracking your financial position and your, your wealth as such, your net worth is a good indicator of the progress you're making but you know you can go deeper into each different level of uh, detail so it might be the types of assets you have and go right you know, maybe this next month you want to target your KiwiSaver. Maybe I'm going to do something about that. I don't feel like it's performing for me. Why not? What have I done about it previously? Do I need to think about it differently? What about my shares account? What's happening with my rainy day account? Why don't I have one? Maybe I'm going to do that. And the process monthly, as I've talked about a number of times on these podcasts, is designed to get you thinking about it more regularly and actually staying on top of your shit and staying on top of your finances. Because all of us want to hide from our problems and hide from the things that we don't understand purely because we don't understand them. But that monthly process is designed to be simple to 
allow you to be prompted to start thinking about it more and then do something about what you're seeing in front of you. Now, when I wrote that, I was very concerned about people just being a little bit uh, feeling helpless. It was sort of some of the feedback I was getting back in some of the emails. And it was because house prices were skyrocketing up at the time of writing that. So that's like March, uh, early April 2021. And interestingly, fast forward now, there's... Uh, to the start of July, the conversations I'm having with clients and seeing is that people are struggling to find employment, like, yeah, employment, so, sorry, struggling to find the right candidates or employees for jobs, and people that they are trying to employ are expecting more money. What I think partly that is, is that a lot of people tie their income back to their goals, and obviously, Kiwis love the dream of buying a home so if you get offered a certain amount of money you're in your head a lot of people often go well that's not going to get me a house because I know I need an income of x amount or I need to be able to cover my rent of this so as house prices increase and the dream gets further out of reach our expectation of our income to be able to allow us to reach our dream changes slightly so a very very subtle um, change happening out there that you may be aware of or, or for you to think about as well. And there's some very dramatic pay increases being passed around amongst people. So if you've never asked for a pay rise, then maybe you should write that down on your to-do list of, okay, how am I going to upskill myself to ask for a pay rise and see if that is actually possible because there is a war on talent out there at the moment. And if you are good, remember, you will be better than those who are bad. And that is very simple, but there are a lot of shit workers out there who just fill the numbers. And yes, that is confronting, and that is very unfair to say, Luke. Yes, but that is the reality. So if you are good, and you are hardworking, and you are well-respected, and you are valuable to your employer, do not undersell yourself by thinking to yourself, I'm just like everybody else in this environment. Because you are not, and there's a high chance that you don't understand the value that you bring to your employer and the disruption you're going to cause by leaving. So I'm not saying manipulate your employer and go out there and just say, hey, give me a pay rise or I'm out of here. I'm just saying don't forget, if you are a good employee, that you are talented and you are valuable, and if you have the balls, you can use that to increase your own value over time because you shouldn't be ashamed of getting paid what you're worth. Now, before I got sidetracked with that rant of trying to lift you up and get your pay rise, um, part of the email too was talking about looking at another avenue of income and this was before I started working out that people are starting to get paid more and seeing that employers were reacting by offering talent more money. Um, I do think that having an avenue where you can bolt on income to your life is a very good thing to learn to do and that might just be going around the neighbourhood mowing some lawns. It might be doing a little bit of extra work when you need to. It might be starting a side hustle that's profitable, not just fun. It's actually generating you some more household income. Those things are good things to teach yourself in order for you to be able to actually bolt on some additional income and be able to achieve some of the things that you may want to achieve rather than just being solely reliant on 
one form of income. But given those stats at the bottom of the email, it can be tricky as well. So you need to be careful. But I put together a nearly two-hour training, I think, on side hustles. And people have found it very, very valuable and thanked me a number of times. So it obviously spoke to a lot of people. If you're listening to this going, I don't know where to look, drop me a line on uh, Instagram or email and we can get it sent over to you. But sit down and work through it, maybe even in double speed if you need to, but don't just watch it for the sake of it. Actually listen and absorb what I'm talking about in there because there are lessons in there that I literally have just had with clients and prospective clients calling me for my accounting business that you can learn for free and that will help you if you are thinking about starting a business. So plenty of value in there for you. Right, we got through 13 minutes, slightly roughly, but uh, I'm sure you won't mind. And some really good stuff in there. It was a new financial year, always exciting for accountants. We're a few months into it now at the time of recording this. But uh, something you probably never think about is a new financial year if you're not in the accounting game, but I won't hold that against you. All right, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in week 47.